naked shamanism. Welcome to With Insights Radio. I'm your host, Iggy Garcia. I will take you on a journey across the universe through shamanism, metaphysical, and holistic. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. It's good to be here. Yiggy Garcia Live, episode 152. Follow the smoke. And I think I spelled smoke wrong. That's okay. We can change that. Power of the internet, right? Smoke. There we go. All right. So, here we go. All right, that's my... Uh, my dyslexia, you know, kicking in. Anyhow, just wanted to share uh, today with you guys a little bit. So we're going to light a little candle here. Get ourselves started. Old-fashioned style with a match. All right. All right. So we want to give thanks to... To all the people who have been in our lives who've, who've, you know, positively or negatively influenced us in some way or another, who shaped us and changed us, you know, because it's kind of interesting. Sometimes you need a little bit of the both to kind of mold you and shape you. So I want to give thanks to those people, present or deceased. Thank you for uh, being in my life. Present, but also want to remember my uncle Manuel Perez who passed away and <clears throat> just part of the old guard, just starting to transition. Um, I guess he gets to hang out with my dad now a little bit up in heaven or wherever, wherever they're at, wherever they decide to be. But, um, just want to remember my uncle Manuel who, who um, transitioned and left this plane. My mom, my dad, because I'm thinking about my parents today a lot. They're on my mind. They just, um, they pop in from time to time. They visit me with, um, you know, the visit from the, the Cardinal or the Blue Jay or different animals that present themselves. Is it them? Is it not them? Does it really matter? It's what I believe, what I associate it with. That's kind of how this magic works. You can believe it or not believe it. You can associate it and make it part of your belief system. You know, it's like anything in this world or anything in the belief system. You have to have faith. You have to put trust that what you're what you're believing in and what you're ingesting and manifesting and putting into your system is right for you. So thank you, ancestors, for your help and guidance. Remember a little sage here. It burns throughout the show. There we go. Oops. I'm falling apart over here. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time.
giving love. All right, it's good to be here. Feels good. Okay, I'm going to move this candle over here while we're doing our show. It'll do its thing. And I'll move this over here as we do our thing. All right, everybody. I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody's fine. Connie, I see you're on. It's good to see you. I hope you uh, enjoy your drum. It looks beautiful. It looks amazing. It sounded amazing when I heard you play it. I couldn't find the video at first. Finally, I, I took a couple looks for her. I found it. And, you know, it looks it looks amazing. So, if you want to share with us on there, just typing in a few comments. Uh, for those of you who are online, you want to leave some comments, ask some questions. Um, today, we're going to be doing that. We're going to be asking questions. If you have any questions of me about following the smoke, what does it mean to follow the smoke? It's not necessarily cigarettes or pipes or anything like that the smoke it's a terminology used in shamanism uh and some other indigenous uh beliefs meaning that you're following the call the call to spirit the call to the energy call to your path the path walker the person who is walking the path following the smoke of indigenous traditions and indigenous ways okay so there are thousands of indigenous ways there's there's a lot of them there's just not one some of them are shamanism, some of them are curandero, some are voodoo, some are Wiccan. You know, it's it's indigenous to the, the region. You know, you know, you have different types of uh, cultures and different types of the world. You have people from Ireland, you have people from England, from India, from Peru. You know, you name it. Every culture, every society has its healers. And the healers, you know sometimes are asleep and don't know that they're being called except there's this gnawing in your bone there's this gnawing in your body there's this there's this thing that you can't quite put your finger on why you feel a certain way about certain things and and why you think or you feel that you are able to connect or hear certain things or resonate with certain things and sometimes you're just playing god crazy because you don't know what's happening in your mind you don't know what's going on in there because there's all kinds of crazy stuff happening. Your feelings, your emotions, uh, people are walking away from you. People are leaving. People don't want to be around you. I mean, this is this is all this stuff. Following the smoke means to follow your path. Now, there are many people who have been called to their path and just not aware of the signs. Are the signs sometimes are very subtle. Sometimes the signs are very difficult. Sometimes the signs are just right in front of us. Sometimes they're not. But here's the cool thing about it. Every human being one time or another will be called to a path, to a sacred path of one sort of another. Now, <clears throat> even though you're called to your path, doesn't mean you're going to walk your path in this lifetime. It doesn't mean that you're going to just jump on and go, hey, okay, today I'm going to be this kind of healer, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really necessarily work like that. <clears throat> How it works is, you know, it's very subtle. It's a very subtle influx a very subtle flow to what you're getting it's a whole uh, it's a whole group of serendipitous moments that just come compound on top of each other and defragmentize too they they just defrag and reset it's like turning on the 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 virus scanner you know on your computer when you or you remember the defrag on your old computers you hit the defrag and you're trying to 
you know, rearranged and uh, the information has just got discombobulated and just kind of kind of mixed up. For those of you who remember the defrag button on, on your computer. And so hopefully they, that put things back in order. But even though when you defrag things, there are some things in the defrag system that are locked. They are blocked and you can't change them. They're just set in stone. They're just, boom, knocked in. And so the defrag system would have to like build around it and just kind of build a wall and just keep moving and, and try to sort the files. Well, your life's like that. Your life's like a defrag, defragging system, okay? All the things that you used to believe, either you believe them, you don't, or you still hold on to them, or pieces and parts of it, or you move away from them, or they totally just change. Now, what happens to people who hang on to old belief systems and don't want to let go of those belief systems? Well, they tend to stay in the same place. They send the same, the same energy. They tend to stay in the same vibration. They stay just, they tend to stay in, in these, in these frequencies. Now, human beings are, are chemical. Human beings are metal. Human beings are water. Human beings are energy. Human beings are electricity. So there's no reason why you're not connected or why you can't communicate to things that are out in nature and why you, you can't be part of something or see something and experience some things or be able to see things that other people can't see because you're made of the components of the whole entire universe and it's hard for people to wrap their mind around that because people think that they have to be weak or small or they're not worthy to be part of creation or even better than creation you were born to be you know like 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 the universe because you are the universe you were born to be engulfed in it and in, in, in moved in it, enwrapped in it, enveloped in it. And if you don't believe that, you know, I, I can't really help you when you can't if, I, if you don't believe that. But I believe that. I believe that I am part of the bigger scheme, a bigger plan, even a small piece of it, even if I'm a small piece of it, that I'm part of this, this amazing journey we call life. That there's something, my part is to do something while I'm here. Now, some people will do things while they're here. Some people will do things later when they come back. If you don't believe in reincarnation, that's okay. We're not here to judge belief systems or to criticize or to do harm to anybody else's belief systems. We're only here to share ideas. We're only here to share things that, that other people think differently. That other people have different state of minds and different perceptions on how they see the world. Some people see UFOs. Some people talk to animals. You know, some people don't see anything. Remember when my ancestors were on the shores of the of the of the of the banks of you know the the beaches of Peru. When they looked out into the ocean, they didn't see ships. They had no clue what a ship looked like. They they had no idea what a boat or a ship looked like on that massive scale. Now. I'm looking at you, and you're looking at me, and we're going, how did I not know, Iggy? How did I not see it? When you don't have a cognitive visual or understanding of something that you've never seen before, then how do you know what you're looking at? Now, when you do see it, and you don't have an explanation for it, well, then it becomes something very mystique, very mysterious, very different. Now, when the first natives of, of Peru saw these ships... You know, before it was called Peru. 
you know, they saw these ships, the Inca Empire, the people from the Inca Empire. They saw these ships, they saw these men, they saw these bearded men, like, kind of like me, because I have some Spanish in me. I have a, a lot of people in me. I have a lot of ancestral uh, energy is in me. You know? So you have you have all this energy, you have all this mysticism. <clears throat> you have all this this uh what do you call it prophecy of people who were going to come across the ocean who were going to share knowledge with you and you know i don't know if the the prophets have, prophecies ever talked about them being destroyed or or being of you know annihilated and evaporated but regardless they knew that they were coming someday they knew they knew they knew because there was people who come before them and then we call them scouts you know the scouts came before the scouts came you know, on these little boats and these little skirts. And, you know, they, they got there and they looked. And there they are. And then here we are. Bring us to modern times. There are things we don't see in our, in our realms. Because we're not indoctrinated to see it. We haven't been taught to see it. Our bodies don't resonate to the frequency of seeing it. There's colors that are not seen because we don't see them. Because our eye doesn't see them. Kind of like animals, some animals see black and white and that's it. Humans see color so they can distinguish the predators out of the foliage so they won't get eaten. That's our gift from the universe to see color and to see contrast, to see, you know, the shadows and the different things. And that's kind of, the, these are things about us. Now, are we by chance or are we just something that just came out of nowhere? Are we just these little these little apes that jumped out of a tree or do we were we dropped off by uh, an intelligent being where we dropped off by people our ancestors who are in the future brought us back to the past so we can create the new future you know there's a lot of questions you can be asking about this path because this path interwines and intertwines with a whole lots of different belief systems then you have to understand why do people ask these questions why do people ask these questions about life why do people are why are they curious about the stars why are they curious about who lives underground why are they curious about what's deep down in the sea you know because part of us came from all these different places now when you just look at humanity alone when you look at humanity alone just the different looks the different cultures the different beliefs the different people from all over from asia from mongolia from russia peru you know, Mexico, United States, you know, Europe. We all have a different distinct look. Even though we all come from a common ancestor, according to, you know, historians, according to archaeologists. But there's still, there's a different bone structure. There's a different look in all of us. Like we, like we all came from different parts and different places. Now, in the shamanic realms that I work in, we believe that there are things we come from the space and the stars, but we also believe that there's interdimensional dimensions within our, our, our living world, the upper, the middle, the, the lower world. And then these interdimensional places where we can travel to. There was, there's stories of shamans that could go up trees and end up on the other side of the world. Now, most people go scratch their head and go, well, how's that possible? Well, it's not possible for you because you don't have the, the capacity to believe that it works. Because you have totally forgotten how to do it. Just because it, you, don't know how to, you don't know how to do it and you can't do it doesn't mean it never happened. 
Well, but Iggy, you know, that's not, that just not physically possible. It's because we're living in the construct of the 3D mind. You have to step outside the 3D mind. You have to step into the, the 5D, into the multiple layers of dimension. The multiple layers of probabilities. You know, when you, when you go on an ayahuasca journey, when you go on a peyote ceremony, when you, when you go on a San Pedro uh, ceremony, you, you're indoctrinating and releasing chemicals in your brain so you can see the dimensional world that you don't get to see every day. It's there. It's right in front of us, but we don't see it because our eyes are blind or we have blinders on. We can't see. But as soon as you take, you know, the, the, the nectar of Mother Earth that puts you in a deprogramming state of mind, it opens up your mind. It opens up your mind so you can see the physical, the emotional, the energies that you just are not in tune with. Because number one, you probably couldn't function if you saw it every single day like that. But there are people who can walk into these dimensions who know how to move the energy inside their body, their chemistry. And there's deep program shamans who have learned these techniques. I am one of those people. I know because I've done it and I can do it. Can I teach you to do it? It depends. You really have to let go of your ego. You really have to drop the veil. You really have to stop believing and stop believing in the things that are not possible. Because the most powerful thing that you will ever have if to help you move through your path and to open up your mind is your imagination. Your imagination is the most powerful thing. Even Albert Einstein said that. And Albert Einstein got that from the indigenous people. He learned that from the indigenous people. He's not the one who came up with that. They just put it into words. Indigenous people have been using their imagination since the beginning of time. You have to have imagination in order to create the things that we have. This was created from imagination. This was created from imagination. You know, this was created from imagination. This is someone's thought, someone's idea, someone's memory, someone's mind. These were created from someone's imagination. You know, somebody's imagination. You know. But we don't, we discount imagination. But when you're following the smoke, you have to open your imagination to the possibilities. When you see, when you see a cloud in the sky and you see an, a figure in the cloud, is there a figure in the cloud? Or are you going to be so logically minded and go, oh, well, it's just a cloud. It just happens to be forming that way because the way the wind blows up my ass, whatever, you know. No, there is a figure in the sky. There is a there's a shape in the sky. And in that moment, you were supposed to see that shape. You were supposed to acknowledge that, that mysticism, that moment. And then as, as easy as it's created, it evaporates and changes to something else and it's gone. Fall in the smoke means you end up places where you don't even know how you got there. Some of you here have gone to places and, and met people and ended up in situations where you're like, wow. I have been waiting to meet. Have you ever been in a situation where you, I hear people all the time? Oh, I've been waiting for this forever. I'm glad that I ran into you guys. And it's true. That's a very powerful statement. Because you followed the smoke. It means you were, you were listening to the signs. You were paying attention to the things that you usually may not have paid attention to. 
Now, now when you when you, the thing here's the thing, when you start to see the smoke, when you start to see the energy, and you start to see and feel the vibrations and these and these feelings, and these these uh, these things that course through your blood, and your hair stands up, and you start to feel things. It means that the things, the energy is already in there. The programming is in there. It just has to be defragged, reorganized, represented to you so you open up. You know, sometimes people say, oh, you're a fast learner. Oh, you're a very good student. Oh, you're... It's not that you're necessarily a good student or you're a fast learner. It's that you have the information in the shaman or the, the healer or whoever's working with you helps unwind that helps move the Rubik's Cube of your mind, you know? Moving the pieces, the red, the white, the black, you know? And then eventually, you're able to move it by yourself. You're able to move the energy. You're moving, you're able to step into uh, frequency. You're, you're able to move into that direction. And yes, you absolutely, it is overwhelming. I agree, it can be overwhelming. It can be. It doesn't have to be. But for our mind, for our mind that sometimes is not capable of handling that much energy at one time or that much information at one time, it could be overwhelming. Yes, I agree. I agree. But we're more than just physical body. We're more than just physical body. We're a spiritual body. We're an etheric body. We're, we're a transdimensional body. You know, we are, oh my God, it's, sometimes the words don't even come to me because they're just so, so deep. We're a luminous body, you know. Right now, one of the biggest fears we have is this pandemic. But you know, there's been pandemics since day one. We've been dealing with it, but human beings have learned to deal with it. Human beings have learned to move through it. I'm not telling you I'm not I'm not telling you here hey don't do this or do that. I'm just telling you to empower yourself too as well. Use your luminous body, use your energetic body, heal your body, take eat, drink right. Fill your body, fill your vessel with the good stuff. Nurture it with the things that you need to. Because so many of us right now we put aside our health, we put aside our, our mental health, our physical health, because we're so exhausted and tired because of the, the demands of the 3D world. And then on top of it, the smoke calls you, spirit calls you to come and do the work. You know, sometimes spirit works in, in mysterious ways and spirit goes, well, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. I need you to be on top of this. I need you to get into that. And for some people, that's too much. But you know, you dictate, you can, you can teach people how to treat you. You can teach people how to feel about you. And you know what happens is when you teach people to, to treat you a certain way or, to, or feel about how they feel about you, the results aren't always positive, my friends. The results aren't always nice cookies and cream. No, no. Because when we teach people how to see us, the real us, they have a version of you. They have a version of you. Of how they used to see you. How they used to, you know, deal with you. Or, you know, react with you. 
or engage with you. And as soon as you walk in your path, as soon as you move into that energy, you know, this is what happens. People go, what happened to you? What's wrong with you? You're acting weird, you know? I don't know, I like the old you, you know? I remember when you used to be like this. Or I remember when you were like that. Now all of a sudden you're in this all this woo-woo stuff. You're in this weird stuff. Dude, I don't know you anymore. You know, those are key signs that you're moving out of relationships, energies that don't resonate with you. Now, there are people who hang on because they really care about you. And they're willing to go the extra mile with you, even through your growth. Because your growth is very powerful. Your growth is very, very crucial. You know, spirit calls you. My friend Connie, spirit called her. The drum called to her. I'll use her as an example because she reached out to me and asked me about the lady who was making the drum and selling the drum. I did not know this lady. But she took faith. She took trust. And she believed just enough to use her imagination to go out there and send her money. And in return, the energy exchange, she has this beautiful drum. And now, the possibilities are unlimited to what she said, what she can do. She even said... You're going to hear me drum more. You're going to hear me play my drum. I'm paraphrasing here, but but that's the smoke. That's the part. It's not that she has to follow a shaman. It's not that she has to follow a teacher or a guru or anything. She followed her the inner voice inside her, her spirit in her heart. She did just the right amount of things in order to get to where she needed to be and be in the energy she needs to be. Because there's a reason, and there's a reason why she had to get the drum. There's a reason why spirit led her to that particular moment in time. I looked at the drum too, but it didn't call me the same way it called my friend. I'm not saying wasn't I wasn't interested and wasn't going to, wanted to get it. But you don't just get it because you want it. You get it because there's something special and there's something magical. Something that just resonates with you. Something that just grabs you. And you just cannot, just, you can't fight that urge. That urge is just very powerful. Now, sometimes we, we, like myself, I'm not a very good guitar player by any means, but I, I, get the, I got this call to get a guitar, and I got a guitar. It's funny how spirit works. I walk into the store, you know, the music, music around, and I meet this doctor from Bolivia who's playing guitar, and he's amazing. And he's like, this is the most beautiful guitar. He's playing this guitar, and it's like $600. But it was amazing. Even when I strummed it, it was just like, whoa, you know, it was like, Goes, but I can't afford it right now. He goes, but then I, and then I remember because my son took, I gave my son my mom's old guitar, and then I wanted a Yamaha, and I've been there a thousand times. And I wanted a Yamaha guitar just because my mom had one, and he got the doctor grabs the guitar. But this is a nice one too. I played her, and when you know it, it's a Yamaha, Yamaha guitar. <laughs> and I'm going, this is what I've been looking for. This is exactly what I said. This is what I was looking for. And we're talking in Spanish. He's like, look at that buscando. And I said, this is what I want. He goes, yeah, it's really nice. I said, because my mom had one. And my son has my mom's guitar. Now I want my own guitar. My own Yamaha guitar. <laughs> it was just really cool. It was just a really cool moment how that worked out. We didn't even plan it. It just, just happened. I went to go look at drums. And the drums weren't calling me that day. But the guitar was. And now I have my guitar. And have a really cool case. It's like a Paisley uh, raised um beveled case black case is really cool i'll have to show it to you i'll take a picture sometime but am i going to learn to play guitar maybe not right now but at some point i will but i have it 
I'm ready to go when it's time to go and do it. But I'm totally stoked and excited about it because that's where my energy, that's what spirit was leading me to. And I bought a guitar and Music Around was happy that I bought a guitar in a case. But, you know, that, those are the cool things about spirit. Sometimes following the smoke. And there's a reason why I got it. It just hasn't manifested in it and shown itself yet. It's just one of those things that you have to trust. And you have to, and I trust it. I trust the process. Sometimes I question the process because that's normal. But I trust the process. Sometimes, you know, we're going, man, what are we doing here? You know, but you have to believe. You have to have faith. That things will work out in your be in your favor because they will they will work out in your favor every time it may not look how you thought it was going to be it may not look exactly how it was designed but darn it we got it done you know it's like you're painting a house right you start at one end and you end up on the other side by the time you get to the other side you're quicker and faster and you learn techniques and you, you move and you know how to get through the whole thing faster in the beginning it's kind of tough you know you're like oh my god this is daunting this is done, you know. And then the next thing you know, like shh, you're like da 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 da. da. Next thing you paint a whole house, and then you look at it, you're like, wow, that's really cool. I did a good job. Yeah, so it's kind of the same way. Now, following the smoke, a lot of you know my story. I was hesitant. I didn't want to do it. I was defiant. I was just, I was crass about it. Just wanted to be normal. I was gonna say Joe, but a normal Iggy. <laughs> that's kind of funny. <laughs> I just wanted to be a normal guy. I didn't want to have any any problems. You know, I, I worked in the family business. You know, that was enough for me at the time. You know, being a restaurateur was, you know, difficult enough on top of the other things. It wasn't like they twisted my arm, but it's just like a nudge all the time. And then you know what? Every time that you just knew that you had to do it, you did it. You did it. And you learned little by little, step by step. And then you don't even remember how you got here. You go and you're like, man, I'm here. I'm doing radio shows for the last, what, 12 years. I've been doing podcasts. been doing, you know, recordings. I've been doing drum circles. I've been doing healing work. I've been doing, and I've been in it and involved in it. Teaching, honoring, loving, all of it. And you just, you know, it's not even important when it started anymore. It's like, what's important is where you're at in that you're doing it. Like right now, it's more important for me to be in the moment in present time. I'm going to take a little break here real quick. So I wanted to share with everybody today that um, we have a drum circle tomorrow at 6 p.m. to 7.30 at Griggs Reservoir in Columbus, Ohio. That's off 33 and Fishinger Road. We're going to be right next to the dam for those of you who want to come to the drum circle. And for those of you who are looking for a nice place to relax, Serenity Salt Spa is open. Go to serenitysaltspa.com. Uh, just type in there and type in the date and time that you want to do. Type in the keyword code Iggy for your free discount. Hopefully I'll see you guys there at one of these events or at my salt spa that Sherry and I both own together. So those are my shameless plugs, but they're good plugs. All right. So what is salt room? Salt room is a place where you just heal your spirit, your soul through the process of halo therapy. Halo therapy is a salt therapy. Okay, it's been around since the 1800s and you know what they've been doing it and if they thought it was good and it's still good and here we are we're one of the first here in ohio and we're going to be keep, continue being the, one of the first so 
We hope to see you guys soon at SerenityAssaultSpot.com. And then visit DiggyGarcia.com for more information about shamanism, more information about drum circles, healing circles, or any kind of circles that we do. Anyhow, those are my plugs for the night. So we continue back to our show about following the smoke. If you guys have any questions about following the smoke, let me know. Post it here. I want to read your comments. I'm really curious. Uh, let's see. I don't see anybody really asking questions. I see a big smiley face there from Connie. All right. So we're learning from each other. That's important. I like that. I learned a lot from you. Thank you, Connie says. Uh, Connie, I've learned a lot from you too as well, believe it or not. Okay. I remember the folks who appear when I'm in need, when I'm sad, when I'm feeling a little bit down or, or a little bit broken. I remember when you came to my house and you bought those uh, Tiffany lamps, you know, from from my uh, dad's home when we were doing the garage sales and stuff. And just us talking and, you know, having the interaction. We've had many interactions before, but that was a very, that stays in my mind because that was something that, you have something that my father had. There's a piece of my father, you know, uh, legacy amongst your things or if you even sold it, you know. But either way, it was really cool. I really appreciate that. So, you know, I, I don't know how one actually arrives, arrives to the place they arrive to. You know, what brings them to this place? Is it the bloodlines? Is it the energetic lines? Is it God? Is it spirit? Is it the, your guides? Maybe it's a little bit of everything. Maybe it's a little bit of all of it. But the one thing I do know is a lot of us come from multicultural backgrounds. And then some of the energies that reside inside of ourselves, inside of our body, is more dominant to the point where it just, it, it just manifests outwardly and shares and wants to be part of that. And there are some of us who are involved in multiple types of energy healings because of the different types, you know, of uh, backgrounds you have. You know, if you come from Europe, there's different types of healers there, different type of medicine men and women there. You know, you go, you know, to Russia, you go to China, you go to Asia, you go to South America, different types of healers, different types of energy. So if you were to do, okay, a DNA test of your of your line, you're either going to be dominant mother or dominant father, one or two. Your brothers and sisters won't even have the same lineage points. Sometimes they'll have extra, sometimes they'll have less, but they'll be fairly similar. Mine happens to be the, my indigenous Andean line is very deep and very strong, very, very big, close to 40%. The rest of it is the breakdown of all the different cultures, Welsh, Northern, Southern Italian, Russian, from the Mongolian area, you know, uh, from Mali, from Africa, you know, Greek, you know, it's just, it's just, it makes sense why in Norse, Norwegian, you know, Welsh, Norwegian, all that. It makes sense why we are uh, uh, attracted to certain energies and why we're attracted to certain people and certain belief systems and why certain things and why we feel like we sometimes we're like we're studying something and then all of a sudden we jump over here. Oh, I want to be a druid now. <laughs> you know, it's not that it's not that you're being flaky. It's just that you're energetically you're un unlocking the Rubik's Cube of life inside of you. You're unlocking those pieces and they're starting to connect. And then past life energy and past life stuff that comes up, 
not even I mean we're not even talking we're only talking about this lifetime and the generations that play through to get you to this point this is just one life but look at all those people that got you to this place in this moment in time that's a lot of freaking people that's a lot of energy and you know and when we do energetic work seven seven generations deep that doesn't even give it justice because seven, seven generations, we don't even know. Some of us don't even know the second or third generation, let alone seven. But yet we have to connect to all these seven, connect to the seven sacred points of the medicine wheel, right? East, north, south, above, below, central point. All these different pieces and parts of ourselves. Because we're all my relations. We're all related. Matakuyasin. Irisikwi. That's who we are. Because we are the manifestation of all the things that have been or will ever be. Because we are all one. We're all following the smoke. We're all following our path. That's why when we when we start to follow these paths, we're called path walkers. You know, we're the red road. You've heard this. You've heard these terminologies. The red road follow follow the red road. You know, even in the in the Wizard of Oz, I think the road the brick road was yellow, but on the outside, I think it was red. So, but there's a lot of metaphors in life. So when we look around in life right now, life is very, I don't know, life's always challenging. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to change that verbiage too much. It's just another thing thrown on us and we have to learn how to navigate through it. You know, there's some things that are just more difficult than others sometimes. But we can dwell on things that don't serve us sometimes. And sometimes our energy gets stifled because we dwell on energies that don't serve us. It's okay to be informed. It's okay to be connected it's okay to understand it's okay to want to understand what's happening what's going on in the world but sometimes you can be too informed sometimes you have too much information over information overload it's not because it's not because not it's you're getting so much information it's because you're turning it off in your mind you're like turning it off and all you hear is this little repeat bloom, 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 bloom. and it gets annoying and it gets bothersome and then you don't hear anything you know turn off your tv for a week and see how it goes turn off your radio for a week how it goes change up the music you're listening to you know i can't tell you what to do on social media because some for some of you that's your only connection to the outside world you know if into, into relationships that you created and fostered social media has become a tool where now people engage in as if uh you know i'm talking to somebody next to me because that's how much we've evolved as a species how much we've evolved since tw since 2012 exponentially we have accelerated growth since 2012 and we will have exponential growth at rapid speeds people will check off check out of this planet quick as quickly as they came sometimes so when the mayan calendar reset it also talked about the exponential growth the speed and the development and how things will move and how fast we technology will evolve look we have we have electric cars now all right not everybody can afford them but we have them you know i remember when i was a kid we, we even we didn't even have that conversation that wasn't even a conversation we would even talk about people would look at you and laugh uh, people would look at you and go electric car what do you want an electric car for or you gonna drive around on an electric car you know it was the muscle car the strength the gas you know now we have this 
this evolution where we're moving into, you know, uh, electricity as a form of transportation. And it's, you know, electricity is used in these, these super, super powered, you know, high powered, uh, what is it, uh, trains in Japan with magnetism and stuff. And they go like super fast, you know, but see, that's the thing. When humanity puts their mind to something, they can do anything. We can do anything. There was a guy here in Ohio in Grove City who he invented the, the water-powered car. I don't know if it was the first, the first one, but it was one that he had patented. One that he had designed to burn on H2O. And it worked and it drove. And then mysteriously he just died, he died or got killed. I forget the whole story. But, you know, that's where it is. The imagination is strong. The imagination is powerful. I think one cubic, uh, I forget how it's, one cubic, a water molecule has so much energy in it that it can just power a city, if I'm not mistaken. I have to look that up, but it's something like that. You know, it's just something in that. It's something that's unfathomable of seawater, I think is what it was. But just the idea, you know, the idea, the idea that one little cube of water like that empower stuff you know it can be done you know we talk about traveling the speed of light and everybody's like well you know if we travel the speed of light you come back everybody's gonna be gone sure i don't know anybody's gone to speed of light and come back so i can tell you i'm going to trust that what they're saying is true because mathematicians probably know more than i do because i don't haven't talked to anybody who's traveled the speed of light and come back as far as i know you know what I'm saying? So everything is a uh, hypothetical theory, even though it's worked out in mathematics. But when they fold space and time, shorten the distance, and these things called portals or wormholes, that makes a lot of sense. But there are inter interdimensional pathways to this world too. You know, your mind is faster than any computer in the world. Your mind is super fast. It's like... It's even faster than it's just it's a thought can travel from one end of the galaxy and back how do you know that how do you know that that's to be true because I know it's true I know it's true because I can take my mind into the meditative state I can take my mind and release and move into space and time move you can too everybody can everybody has the ability you just have to believe that you can. Our ancestors were very smart people. Don't think they weren't. You had to be somewhat intelligent to survive as long as you have. Humanity has to be somewhat intelligent and smart or, or really freaking lucky, or they made their luck, really lucky to get, to get us as far as we have gotten today. But then all of a sudden... Some things just stopped. Schools are the same. We still teach the same way. 125 years of teaching in schools, same thing, classrooms. The only thing that's evolved now, maybe computers and stuff. The automobile, finally, we have an advancement where we have electric cars. We've been running on uh, petroleum-based cars for a long period of time. Finally, you know, we're starting to see uh, space technology evolve now that we have super rich people going into outer space uh, for short periods of time traveling you know changing the dynamics of space travel 
the dynamics of who can go into space, who's allowed to go into space. You know, there was a time where it was just government was control of everything. But now it's like regular people, if you can afford it, can go into space. And I find it really interesting. There are oceans in this in this world that we haven't even explored yet because they're so deep and we just don't have the technology to take us down into the depths of it because because of the pressure would just totally crush anything that would go down there. But yet there's things that live down there. I personally believe there's people that live deep down in the ocean. There's cities down there. there there's but there's they're not affected by us because just because they have the technologies to live down there deep into the earth. I believe there's people who live in the core of the earth. I believe that the hollow earth theory where there are people inside these these hollow you know you know part of the earth you know Antarctica is one of those big things everybody talks about why not if we believe in anything else why can't that be possible you know like Bigfoot Sasquatches Yetis those are medicine people those are interdimensional beings those are people who know how to move from our dimension to other dimensions that's why they won't see them and sometimes we catch a glimpse of them. But you have to have belief and imagination that these things truly exist. In order for to believe that the planets and the, and the moon and all these things exist, we have to believe. Not because we see it and they show it to us. We look up in the sky and we see the moon. You know, it's there. It's not like it's, not like it's just appeared out of nowhere and just reappears and disappears. No, we see the moon. That's why we believe it. Now, someone would call it science. Someone would call it spirituality. But the point is, man, even before science was even invented, knew about the stars, knew how to communicate, knew which way and when to plant their crops and when to do certain things because they studied, they learned, they paid attention. Plus, they weren't sidetracked with social media and cell phones and all these other critical things that kind of sidetrack us right now. And put us in a different thinking, a different mode of thinking. Now we're in a different mode of thinking where we may leave our bodies one day. And we may just be this big brain inside of a jar, kind of like in Star Trek. We may not even need to physically be in here. We could live in the brain and create worlds just with our brain. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. The Rubik's Cube, you know. You turn it enough. There's multiple combinations. And once you get to that point where you think you got it, you twist it again, move it again. You know, there's no reason why why the world that we live in is not really the world we live in. We, we're a participant in it. You know, our ancestors, you know, we, they thought and they saw and they've recorded and they and they, they talked about giants. They talked about, you know, the, the buffalo calf woman and her story, you know, and the Incas. And how they, you know, Viracocha, Viracocha is what's the old, the old universal god, on top of the sun god and the moons and everything. There was Viracocha. There was there was there was the all universal god, the cosmic god that made everything. They don't ever they don't talk about that too much. Why? Because they want to make they they wanted to make people out like savages. They wanted to make people look like they didn't know what they were talking about. But there's a temple. The Incas had a temple to the all God, the creator of everything. You know, we know this because, we, you know, when you study your history, when you study where you come from, they teach you these things. 
and then of course as history and time develops and moves on all right everybody creates a new story a new version a new something we create new religions new beliefs new ideologies there's there were so many religions and so many ideologies before any of this christianity or anything that we have now in the present moment there was other things that were were very beautiful but were destroyed because they were in competition with certain things man is very competitive man really wants to control things that it feels like it can control but man also wants to be connected to higher source while man doesn't understand sometimes you have to let go of that control in order for higher source to enter your body enter your spirit your mind if it's all about money if it's all about control it's all about manipulation and how we can get people to buy more products then that's all you're going to get that's all you're going to get and you know that gets old you know it's kind of like you get tired of eating the same things over and over you get tired of tasting and hearing the same stories over and over and that's why a lot of people leave religions because they get tired of hearing the same story how many times do you have to hear the story in order to move into that into that belief how many times do they have to pump it into your brain so it stays entrained in there they don't want you to forget it. They don't want you to release it. They don't want you to move out of it. Because that's the smoke. That's their smoke. That's their path. That's what they want you to do. So when you follow your path, when you're on your path, when you're looking for answers, when you're looking for reasons why you want to move into the energy you're moving into, ask yourself questions. You know, is it controlling me? Is it manipulating me? Am I being helpful? Is it helpful? Am I able to help other people once I learn this energy? Once I learn to open up? These questions, these, these questions you ask should be pretty simply answered. You know. There are teachers that will teach you to get to the place you need to be. You could become more enlightened than your teacher. You become into more of a uh, energetic flow than the person who taught you. You know. Because it's not about, a, it's not a competition. It's not about who's better, who's more open, who's more willing to do this energy. No, no, it's, it's who's ready to receive it, who's ready to embrace it. So never, even when you think, when you hear me say this, it's not about you surpassing the teacher. This isn't, this isn't Star Wars. This isn't like, this isn't like uh, the Karate Kid, you know. This is an individual path. When you get there, you get there, you either you know or you don't, others will notice. Kind of like myself, sometimes I don't see the things that I do because I'm in it. But there are other people who report to me, hey, you're doing great work. Hey, Iggy, you helped me. Hey, Iggy, I'm glad that I met you. You know, sometimes you're in it, you don't see it because you're, you're doing it. You're walking your path. It's because you're not looking, you're not necessarily looking for the path, the ideas. You're not looking for the accolades. It's not about going, oh, look at me, y'all. I'm a shopping. I'm the best shopping ever. No, that's 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 not what it's about. That's not why you do this work. My God, if you wanted to be a star in, in something, you might as well have played basketball or or football or whatever. You know, and, and pray that you were good or tall enough to do it. But in this path, it's the accolades come because you see people. You know where the accolades come from? When I see people heal, when I see people do better when i see people say to themselves you know hey i feel i feel good and i'm going man they they're doing it it's about their self-healing it's about you walking side by side with them 
and showing them that you know what look at this what do you think about this what do you think about this what you know what about this I want you to look at this I want you to sit with this I want you to sit with this for three days I want you to trust this I want you to ingest this tell me what you see here because what you're doing remember it's the Rubik's Cube unlocking it's creating the pieces and parts because remember the Rubik's Cube can also be taken apart you could bust it open and everything crumble down to the ground it doesn't make it bad or bad it's just where it's at and then you have to reassemble it again okay so even though the Rubik's Cube breaks put it back together you piece it back together you can change all the stickers on them but it doesn't change the fact that you're moving through the energy moving through this because the healing comes from inside the healing comes from inside of us when we're ready to heal the teachers will appear the smoke will appear and you know and the smoke will disappear as well sometimes but don't be alarmed if it disappears don't be alarmed if something happens just continue walking the path. Continue having faith in the path. Give thanks to your ancestors. Give thanks to the spirit. Give thanks to creator. Give thanks to the universe for all the things you have. Yirisikwi means gratitude in Quechua. Give gratitude. Be humble. Be open to the process. Because when the smoke comes, you'll know. You'll, you'll know. You'll definitely know. It's not like, it's not like it just, oh, well, you know, when the smoke, when you see it, when you feel it and you believe it, it's inside of you and it engulfs in you and it's entrains in you. You don't want it to go away. It's like having your very first piece of apple pie. It tastes really good. You know, yeah, you know, you're on, you're walking the path and all of a sudden someone puts ice cream on it. You know, if you like ice cream. And then all of a sudden you ice cream and the pie. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is like, wow, amazing. And then once it's gone, you ate it all. You're satisfied for the moment, right? And then a few days later, you're like, man, I want that pie again. That was really good. I want to learn more. I want to learn more. I want to, I want to be involved more. Because the path is also to prepare you for to disembark this planet. The path you're on is also to help you move forward into the next life. Prepare you to move into the next gen next segment of who you're gonna be. You know? Kinda like the dragonfly or the butterfly. Move you into that next phase. Move you into the next part of your evolution. You've been here many times. You're ready to embark on a new journey. That's why you're preparing. It's like an athlete preparing for the event. You're preparing for the event too. The transitional point in your life when one day you won't be here physically but you'll always be here spiritually you'll always be here energetically a piece and part we'll never leave but then there'll be a piece of part of you that's interwound and in weaved into the fabric of the planet into the earth into the universe the rubik's cube of life you know that's what's really cool about it that's what's really amazing about when you find your your path, your calling. Because just when you think it's hard and when it's done, all of a sudden you get the whisper in the ear or you have that dream. 
or you have that realization or the visualization and something just snaps you and wakes you up boom and then you're there it's 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 amazing the experiences that I've had personally and I only speak from my own personal experience the beautiful people that I've met the challenging moments that I've had the amazing experiences that I've had the amazing healing I've seen people go through the amazing healings that I've gone through and the support that I've gone through and then the deepest emotional hard places that I had to go in order to help find myself and dig myself out of will this change no because that's part of life life challenges us but you know when you're in the light when you're walking your path it's a lot easier what makes it difficult is other people challenge your new ideologies your new beliefs because they're so accustomed to see you in a certain way in a certain light that it, they're triggered and they're scared and they're and then they don't know how to respond and how to react to you because they've never seen you in that empowered because either they're disempowered you know there's like an old statement where they said you're intimidating you know someone would say well are you intimidated you know the question is who's more powerful the intimidator or the intimidated who gives away their power usually the one who loses the person who usually intimidating somebody is usually the one giving away their power because they don't have any way to control the person that they're trying to intimidate because if they could intimidate them then they wouldn't have to worry about it and when they get worried and frustrated about it, it's because they can't intimidate you because they can't put you in a box or like I say what is that dirty dancing no one puts baby in the corner same thing right no one could put baby in the corner because baby ain't going in the corner no more done with that and you know what when you find your power when you find your bliss when you find your strength it could scare you too it can make you a little bit you know wondering whoa what is this because not because not because it's bad it's just because you're also not accustomed to seeing yourself in that energy in that strength and then when you see yourself in that strength you have to be in a humble servant to that energy as well to know that you also cannot abuse that energy just because you know your power and your strength doesn't mean that you can just be an ass you also have to be loving and caring and understanding that, that other person is just another version of you having a difficult moment in time in trying to figure out life and we don't know what happens in the people's life we don't know why people are jerks or jackasses sometimes not defending or protecting but we have to understand that sometimes people project their feelings and anger because they're not well or something is not right in their frame of mind or their or their version of what they think life should be like you know we all came back from this pandemic when we all had to come back into our our uh somewhat kind of realities because we were all in these little boxes for a while we had to box ourselves in into these little corners and these little spaces with certain people maybe we didn't want to be with or we worked from home and we were all nice and comfortable there and then all of a sudden that got changed that changed for everybody you know for a lot of us we did well and a lot of us we didn't do well with that but anyhow that's my short version of following the smoke i'm gonna have some classes coming up here in september 
on Shamanism 101, so stay tuned for that. Visit me at IggyGarcia.com and SerenitySaltSpa.com. And come by tomorrow at the Drum Circle at 6 p.m. at Griggs Reservoir till 7.30. We'll be jamming and hitting it hard. And with that, I want to say uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I want to say, Ho'oponopono, Irisikwi, Matakuyasin. It's all love. It's good to be here. And let's get out there. Let's do our best. Let's try to change the world. Let's be the change we want to see. Let's be the prayers that we pray. Let us be what we need to be for us in this moment in time. Oh.